Okay, we're going live. We'll do it live. We're doing it live. Okay, we're doing it. Doing it live, guys. All right. There's like a real loud movie or something going on downstairs. So please forgive the audio quality. Um, I mean, unless you can't hear it, then I just seem like a crazy person who hears movies in his head and is apologizing for it. In which case, perhaps you can find some humor in that. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Rojan Kim. Welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, your host, Rojan Kim. Um, it's been a while. There's that's a motorcycle. Can you hear that? What? It's really silly to be sharing the outside noise with you. It's not about them. It's about us. How are you doing, dear listener? Um, a little bit about me. I'm uh, from the Valley. Uh, am I? No, well, I'm from L.A. and the Valley. I lived in L.A. and the Valley. It's very confusing. I moved around a lot. Broken homes, where are you at? Yeah, broken homes. Okay. <laughs> it's, I mean, not broken home people aren't the only ones. Broken home people? People from broken homes aren't the only ones who move around a lot. Um, divorced uh, families, um, well, wealthy families, military families, poor, poor families. They all move around. People move around a lot. I don't know if it's more or less common to be moving around. I guess it just depends on conditions, the economy and whatnot. Um, I guess for me, I move around shit ton. L.A., Koreatown, the Valley. I, f- I did some comedy in the Valley. I, well, I guess I have already done some in the Valley, but I don't really count Burbank as the Valley proper. Burbank to me is like a suburban enclave outside, right outside the Valley. But that, what do I know? I mean, I was just a kid growing up in the Valley, but that's just how it, Burbank always felt like it was somewhere away. But the valley is the valley. So, anyways, out Sherman Oaks, North Hollywood. That's the you know that's what I'm talking about, doing shit out there. And um, I was at this mic in North Hollywood, and the host was like, the host also owned the joint. He was like, hey, why don't you guys sit down? Everybody sat down, and then three dudes were still standing, and he's like, hey guys, sit down. And then two of the dudes sat down, but then one dude, this older dude didn't sit down and the host is all pissed off he's like hey man you want sit down and then the guy's like i i sit down at work all day i'd I'd prefer to stand and then the host threw the mic just like onto the ground like just threw it in anger I mean, it seemed very cartoonish. Like, he threw the mic onto the ground. He picked up a chair, slammed it against the wall, and then threw the chair over the wall because the wall was just sort of constructed like... um, It's like a tiny black box theater, right? And part of it's like a set with a door built in. But there's a space above the wall, you know, that the door's built into and the ceiling. So there's like a little space. So he chucks the fucking chair through the thing. And it all felt 
kind of choreographed, but he was really angry. He was like, fuck, fuck, that's it, get out. He's like telling the dude to get out, get the fuck out, get the fuck out of here, you smug fuck. And uh, gave him his five bucks back. <laughs> North Hollywood, guys, fourth wall. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I personally, um, I asked him if there was a history there, and he said no. <laughs> I was like, okay, take that as you will. Mike also has rules. you got to be there on time, and then once you're in, you're in. You're locked in for like 45 minutes. Um, I guess he, there's a max nine comics it's an efficient meat grinder of a open mic I, it's also you know it's kind of a spartan comedy spartan sort of I, maybe but i think I, I might i think i like it because of i crave structure perhaps i crave structure perhaps that's what's going on i don't know that's me me an agent of chaos saying i <laughs> crave structure what, what's that you say yeah yeah i know i'm a i'm a wild and crazy guy i'm a wild i'm a wildling i was raised in a barn when people are like what were you raised in a barn and i was like yeah yeah not a literal literal <laughs> can i try that again um thanks uh just give me a second not a literal barn but the barn of my mind you know what i mean the barn created by neglect <laughs> years of neglect <laughs> by absent parents uh, and a kid alone in a big city that's me the kid um not anymore i'm not i'm like a 40 year old kid now that's too i'm not 40 i've been saying that i've been 40 for like two years uh i'm 39 but i'm turning 40 uh and i i knew this day would come (laughs) you know like i've been um i've been talking about it for years and it's upon me and what do I think about it? Well, um, I don't need to go on about my age right now. I don't. I just I'm reminiscing about where I grew up and doing comedy there. I, uh, you know, I teenage. I learned to drive out in the fucking valley. You know, all the teenage shit happened out there. First blowjob in a park, in a public park. Not, well, actually, probably my last blowjob in a park. I don't think I ever got one again in the park. Well, the first time was because I was like fifteen year old kid, and there's not many places you can go when you're, you know, folks are home and stuff to get a blowjob. And I mean, my family, if I can call it that, my dad and stepmom were definitely not cool at all about sexual shit. They were very like, um, I don't know, very like uh, abuse is not the right word because it's abuse is. Uh, that's a real thing. You know, that's a real thing, and I'm not going to say I was there. But it's just, like, bad parenting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, shame. Shame. Shame-driven. There you go. It's a lot of sh- making me feel shame, shameful, slut-shaming, and what's the opposite? What's the dude version of slut-shaming? Is there... Does that even exist? Is that a thing? Is just shaming? Isn't that just shaming? All right. Um, isn't slut-shaming just shaming? Is it... Bit, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's just me against the tide, guys. What am I going to do? Stand up to it? Stand up to it? I want to take down, take down the authorities? Take down the word slut-shaming? Let's get rid of it. Let's do, why distinguish between slut-shaming and any other kind of shaming? It's all shameful. You're shaming people. And who are you to be shaming anyone? Huh? How dare you shame me? Huh? What are you, fucking judge, judge shamer, judge fucking Seamus McShamey? Fuck you. 
your honor. That's what I have to say to you. Uh, all right. So that was um, that was just a little uh, I don't know inspirational off the cuff. That was just I was just riffing there. That was um, it's a shame I didn't write any of that down. Okay. All right. Um, I have been going to I've been doing stand up, but going to it not like I've started. Okay. I've decided. I made a decision. I made a decision. And that decision is there's just doing, you know, and this perhaps ties into me being 40 and that this is like, this is middle age, middle. I mean, I'm at the halfway point of my life. I'm hopefully, I mean, I could die tomorrow. (laughs) If I die tomorrow, then I'm like, ah, that was a lot of weed I smoked did nothing uh, for a long time. But I would like to think that what I was doing was gestating. <laughs> gestating a point of view. Gestating a process. A... Oeuvre. No, that's not the right... <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I've just decided, look, I'm going to do shit. I'm, do- I'm going to do shit. And that's, that's all. That's, that's what, all, all we can do. That's all we can do. Right, because uh, I can kind of like worry and be sad about stuff, and I don't know. Uh, that's pretty vague, isn't it? What am I fucking saying? Well, I, there's like a lot of existential dread. I feel like permeating the world. I mean, it's not just me. Right? Am I the only person? Wouldn't it be something if I was the only? I was the only person who was like, oh, there's a nuclear war and climate change and uh, robots or whatever. You know, all these things. Technology is out. We're it's outpacing us. It's overpopulation. There's uh, conflicts all around the world. It's destabilizing conflicts. The strange return to uh, maybe some kind of neo feudalism, right? Maybe there's going to be like a vast inequality of wealth where, yeah, this aristocracy, aristocracy, right? That um, has most of the wealth and then the rest of us are just uh we're slaves i mean or is that a strong word the servants are just in debt perhaps just debt that's all it is you know but that's just possibly going to get worse right and we're all locked in what if there's something kind of disaster if there's a real disaster and society destabilizes like a huge swath of the population is just like killed off uh there's a sort of breakdown of the government order until new forces rise right and of course there will be conflict right some people will want to run some parts some way and other people will want to run parts another way and they want to take parts too and that's that's just natural right as long as we're these hominid monkeys you know tribal like you know primates uh, i think um probably end up devolving as long as you know like the order of society and the order of civilization seems to be a check i think against that stuff i don't know because i'm i'm biased right we all are we're civilizationally biased right i don't know what it's like to be a nature boy right to be out there having grown up in the you know like in like indigenous people or people who are still out there now i guess you know, but most people are touched by technology. I don't know if they're, I mean, I guess it's, it's possible. It's possible that, you know, they find, they find evidence of people or whatever, then it turns out to be a hoax or whatever. They, I think that happened last 
year or something a year or two ago in the Amazon. It was supposed to have found some tribe, but then it turned out the whole thing was staged. Um, but that doesn't mean they're, they're not out there. You know, primitive, we would call them primitive, but perhaps what they are is free. Free of the constraints of civilization and technology. Free to be... <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that's uh, I don't. I just think shit must have been wild. It must have been so wild because there's a lot of like rules and order. There's things you, we say bless you to people. Why do we say that? Why do we even people who don't believe in God bless people when they sneeze? Right? You know, because it's like when you sneeze, your soul was supposed to have jumped out of your body. Is that that's really what where it's from? Your soul, ah, and you're dead for, and you better be blessed by a person, or that soul's gone. The devil might snatch it, huh? You want that? You want to be responsible for that? So you bless, you say bless you, and that still ha- it's polite now. Now it's no longer crucial in a spiritual or a, you know a theological sense in the grand war between good and evil you know you're not picking sides between heaven and hell there you know now it's just just being polite if you don't say bless you you might be construed as rude they might be like who is this rude son of a bitch who didn't say bless you right remember the movie dogma where ben affleck and matt damon shoot up the whole boardroom or whatever the movie or whatever the fucking golden calf place was am i losing you here you guys see the movie dogma no kevin smith's Kevin Smith, who we almost lost to a heart attack. Get better, Kevin. I mean, <laughs> oh, man, I was trying to keep, a, keep it straight. I talked to my friend, Kevin Smith. <laughs> but uh, we're not friends. Uh, I, don't, I don't know him. I know of his work, though. It's very good. Very good stuff. Um, so what am I babbling on about? God damn it. I'm going on about... Uh, Order, chaos, civilization, the check of the natural human instincts, the primate, primal instincts, primate, animalistic. What is that? Um, I feel like those instincts are the instincts that are born of evolution, right? Like millions of years of harsh physical evolution, selective adaptations, behavioral adaptations, right? To make it, to make it in this crazy world right when without the benefit of modern technology without the benefit of medicine without the benefit any of this stuff we had to fucking use our brains we had to develop uh not just strategies not just things to do like you know like a strategy i feel like is like preserving food and like you know things you kind of actively have to do to live but i'm talking about like uh, mechanisms right like anxiety uh fear you know that if uh you're in a group of people. If you're like surrounded by a group and then all of them duck at the same time, you'll duck too. Like you can't stop. You can't stop it. It's instinct. You can't stop it. You could try. Try. I'm sure maybe there's got to be like one. Per- no, but it's an instinct. And the reason is um, there used to be fucking giant birds and shit. There used to be giant fucking birds that would swoop down, steal you or your baby, steal a child, steal probably a grown human. Probably some, there might have been big ass birds that could jack a human you know and and this would be before arrows you know before we had any way of getting revenge right because even once we had bows and arrows i'm sure they fucking they would still fuck you up sneak up on you and then you'd be like get him with an arrow for me right and then 
started putting feathers on the ends of arrows and fly straighter, right? So you kill more birds. You get more feathers, right? More arrows, birds of a feather, flock dead together. That that was not a good attempt. I should um, I should be writing all this down though. This is uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So civilization, chaos, order, the strange duality of the universe and you know i feel like as i was uh you learn about this stuff growing up yeah and it's sort of um you know like the yin yang or again just uh polarities pluses and minuses right north south poles of magnets uh the the northern magnetic poles north and south you know like this duality Nature, matter, antimatter, you know, like left, right, everything's up. Why is it? Is it because we have a brain that's split into two, you know, and then we can't help but to be bilateral, right? Two eyes, two, you know, we're, we're, um, we're like two halves put together biologically. And so that's also how we construe the world, maybe. I don't know. I mean, conceptually, even as sentient creatures. Are we limited by the fact that we have a bicameral brain? You know what I mean? Like, is it like the fact that our brain is split in half as two pieces? And it's kind of like, it's actually like two brains talking to each other. You know, they've done these experiments. Uh, some people have had to have the, uh, it's called the corpus callosum, which is the, the shit that unites the two halves of the brain. You know, it's like the little bridge in between the two that allows two sides to communicate with each other. Yeah, that's and then you get the full picture and some people have crazy uh, epilepsy and shit and it helps to sever that connection you know treat their epilepsy and once they've done that with a few people they've noticed some crazy things like one of the things they notice is that there's actually two brains okay like there's two brains so like um for instance your speech and your writing um centers are, are found are on different sides of your brain right so uh, and I think it's whatever side you write with, like if you're right-handed, then your left brain is where the writing center is, right? But then your speech then is on the other side. Um, so what they'll do is they can, and your eye, by the way, your eyes also work the same way. We got, we also, yeah, we're strangely crisscrossed as well. So we're bicameral and then crisscrossed. And so if you take somebody who's got their corpus callosum severed and you cover their eye, right, the eye that's on the same side as their speech center, right, and you show them a picture and you ask them what it is, they won't be able to say what it is. So if it's like a cat, it'll be like, what is this picture of? They'll be like, I can't say, I don't know. I don't know. But if you ask him or her to write to write what they see then they'll write cat fuck sorry guys there's some crazy weird sounds I'm picking up some crazy weird sounds are you here uh, I hope I ruined the whole story because uh, god damn it I apologize that's it there's like this weird buzzing noise going on and it uh Totally ruined my flow, man. I was like going on about the fucking, like the brain severed. 
in half. Brain severed by cameral mind. Right? Corpus callosum. <laughs> yeah, so if you ask a motherfucker who's got their shit severed, you know, if they see a picture of a cat, they can't say it, but they can write it. They can write it because the side of the brain that controls the writing has seen it. And it writes. That means we have two brains and they communicate to each other all the time. They have all these other crazy experiments where they find out, like, sometimes the two brains are saying different things. They say different things and then it's, you know, so, like, you'll write one thing, but, like, say one side thinks it's a cat, the other side thinks it's a dog. You'll say dog, and but you'll write cat. What does that mean? What does that mean for us as people? Perhaps... At the very least, it maybe means that we are not who we think we are. Like, maybe there's no... This idea of, like, me, I'm Rojan. I'm a guy, you know, I'm in L.A., I'm almost 40, and I I like comedy, I do comedy, and... uh, Okay, so, you know, whatever, like, that whole idea, it's really a product of these two separate brains talking to each other, um, taking in the data, right, from all the sensory input, putting it all together, and, like, coming up with these constructs, the construct of me, myself, like, that idea, that idea, the what, the uniqueness, the oneness of me, all that is actually an illusion created by two brains. So there's not even one brain behind all of that, right? This is a two-brain, two two-brain thing going on. So anyway, when you say bless you, you might as well say twice because there's two brains in there. <laughs> I mean, does that mean we have two souls? Does that mean we have to, you know, it calls into question a lot of things metaphysically and uh, theologically or whatever, like this idea of the soul, the seat of the soul, the mind-body duality, all that stuff. You know, what is it? we have two fucking brains. What does that mean? Does that mean there's, we're a trinity? There's a trinity, there's two brains, and then the synthesis of the two. And so that's where the trinity comes from. That's why three is a magic number. And that's why there's a Triforce in The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no, those are all coincidences involving the number three, you silly person. All right, so um, I don't need to talk about Trump, right? I don't need to talk about current events, do I? There's too much current events. Are you, aren't you tired of current events? They're all over the place, you guy. Current events when you open the computer, you get your current events on your phone, the current events on the TV, your current events on the newspaper, current events on the radio. If again, you want comedic current events, sure, let's we'll do it. Fucking, we'll do the Daily Show. You want some smug dude talking about it with a panel? We'll have Bill Maher. We'll have politically incorrect. We got it. We got it. You want current? Let's talk about. Let's talk about what's going on a million times. A million times over all day, all night, at any time at your disposal on your phone. If anything happens, you'll know. You will know. You'll know. You'll know. Unless you're like, what are you, in a movie, in a splunking? I don't know. Whatever you are doing where you don't have your phone and you're not connected to what's going on, to current events, all right? You, you're out. You're out. You're out. You're out. Do you have, do you feel that FOMO? Do you feel it? Do you feel, are you a, are you a FOMO sapien? Are you trying to uh, be there for everything? Because things are happening left and right all the time. Things are happening like currently, right now, there's some shit going down that you 
don't even want to think don't even think about the worst thing think about the worst thing you can imagine like the worst thing imagine uh, that it could happen to you a loved one just the worst then multiply that by like ugh, like just a factor of ugh, ugh, like uh, like a I don't know, like a Jeffrey Dahmer level. I don't know, like that guy with the dun- like sex dungeon plus cannibals. I don't know. It just, just kind of, ah, it's going on right now. It's current. It's currently going on. That's a current event. It's a current event. I, no one's talking about it though. No one's talking about it because there's no, there's no cameras. You know, there's no, there's no scoop, man. There's no one there. There's no one there to find out what's happening. I don't know. I just, I. Ah get caught up in talking about what's going on, but then you're just sort of feeding into the narrative of what's going on, telling a story of something that's going on before it's even done happening. I feel like the stories all become meaningless, right? At least the stories were telling what's going on. Recorded history, you know, no wonder we don't have any fucking history, right? Like, we, it's very good. I remember... I remember my friend Merv. Was he a friend? Well, he's a classmate. I no disrespect to him. Not I mean not that he's listening, but if he <laughs> No, Merv's a cool dude, man. I'm not even he's fucking he's a rock star. Alright, anyway. Um We used to make fun of Merv because he would say, well at least this is what his dad believed, that back in the day shit was way more advanced. You know, and like Noah's Ark and shit. It wasn't like literal. It was like a dude with DNA, like taking DNA. And we just laughed and like, we laughed at him. We laughed at him. And it wasn't because we like knew anything and were smarter. It's just because we were dickheads. And wanted to, you know, teenage boys will jump at any opportunity to push someone down the totem pole. You know what I mean? They just, it's fucking doggy dog out there. And as soon as, soon as someone slips up, it's fucking, you pounce on that motherfucker. Your dad is crazy. We would say, um, but now I'm mature, you know, now I'm an adult and maybe we, Hey, maybe that it's true. It's possible. Look, if anything happened to all our shit now, like all this data and all, if we, if this is all, if everything we've got is on computers, all our knowledge, everything like, uh, just, and something like a, a solar flare. That's all it takes. All, all it'll take is a flare. To create an electrostatic rigmarole, and all your shit can get wiped out. Okay? And so all that stuff, that data that you felt you had, could be gone. It could all be gone. It's kind of like in Blade, the new Blade Runner or whatever. Like the, the bank, the bank, the debt was all wiped out, which is great, but then that would usher in a new era of feudalism. I would say. <laughs> I feel like that's this, that's probably what's on the horizon, everyone. Unless you rise up right now. No, I'm kidding. I definitely am not advocating. Um, well, I don't know. Am I? I, don't know. I who am I to stop the tide of history? I, that's what I have to say. All right, guys. I know that you are probably chomping at the bit to hear me babble on even more and more about god knows what i'm talking about uh, i'm just letting some stuff out i feel like this is this is good for me was it good for you i hope so um you know come follow me on the places that i'm at twitter 
come follow me on Twitter. I haven't been tweeting. Follow me. You do, are you even out there? Yeah, some of you are out there. There's a couple of you. There's a couple of you out there. And you know what? I think that it was worthwhile just for that. Um, I think that. Here's the thing. Uh, things do seem crazy. I mean, things are crazy. But when have they not been? You know? Like, when have they... Like, just the... You know, I was talking about all this shit before, you know? Shit used to go down back in the day before we had any of this modern technology. Whatever. We have to survive living in the dirt. Figuring out how to make fire and eating raw meat. Just fucking suffering. Always sick. Suffering. Hurting. Cold. Oh, so cold. Cold and tired and hungry. All the time. All the time. Now when any of those things happen, we can do something about it. Most of us can. Most of us can. And that's... That's a lot better than where the way things used to be. And now, is it possible that we could head to a place that's not as great as now? Sure. That's, it's totally possible. Right? Of course it's possible. You know, that's just... that's It goes without saying, because anything... Not anything is possible, but there's a myriad of possibilities that we may not be prepared for. We may think we know everything, but we don't know. Like a fucking earthquake can just come. We don't know. We don't know. Okay? Things happen. So, the ones that survived are the ones that could go with it, roll with it, or at least murder the people around them and take their stuff. I don't know. It's gotta be, I mean, it's just a combination of those things, I'm sure. It's a lot of fucking crafty uh, psychopaths, and lovable psychopaths out there, right? Is, uh, you had to live, you had to survive. So we've been through some shit. So right now we're in a time where shit is amazing, right? And I think it's, and yes, it could all go away one way or the other. Even without the fucking disaster looming, you know, us as individuals, just a little blood clot, random blood clot can just make its way into your heart or your lungs or your brain, right? Like, that's all it takes. That's all it would take. One little tiny virus getting in there, something strange going on, some random piece of DNA that's a time bomb set to take you out. All those things are possible, you know? So I think fucking awesome to be alive to the fucking able and willing you know time to make killing no i looking for a rhyme i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know all right guys um so signing off i'm rojan kim uh thank you for listening good night